0: welcome to the mold matters podcast whether you are looking for help recovering from mold illness or just want to learn more about creating a safe environment for your family this podcast is the place for you
1: hello everyone and welcome to the mold matters podcast i'm your host jeremy evans and i'm with my co-host mike adams hi gary adams and friend hey how's it going great hey Oh great! Um, before I even ask how you're doing, yeah. I must make a request of our listeners to subscribe to the podcast. Yes, and if you need any help with that,
0: I'm probably the wrong guy to ask. Yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah. how to do that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty easy to do. Is it?
1: This is this is we we we've we've never asked for subscribers before, and we have. We, anyways, we love your subscription, and uh, Mold Matters wherever you find your podcasts, Apple Podcasts. It's picking
0: it's picking up a lot of momentum. Yeah,
1: yeah. Did you, That's uh, fun. Yeah, you've gotten me trained to hear. You know, like when people say stuff, I'm thinking of alternative. You know, like play on words and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you always do that. Yeah. I just thought you said mold momentum. The mold momentum. I like that though. There, <laughs> that very good. It's your fault. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take that mold momentum. Okay. T- into our topic today. Yeah, let's do. Um. So our topic today, we'd like to talk about uh, common myths. Related to mold. And I have a hard
0: time saying the word myth. myth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't have to say it the rest of the, the rest of the show, right?
1: <laughs> Not unless you want to. Yeah. Okay. So mold myths. Yeah. So there are a bunch of mold myths. I, I think if we were to to define mold myths, it's, it's just that those things that we all kind of hear and maybe believe and, you know, it's, perpetuate. It's crazy. It's crazy. The misinformation that's out there. It, yeah. it is just insane. And if you don't really, if you're not in the profession, I can see how it happens. Yeah, um, We're not going to, uh, we try not to like, you know, call anyone out, but there is, there are some actually quote unquote, reliable sources out there that, that give some misinformation in right. my opinion, or right. information that we disagree with. So you got to be careful, but you know, let's, let's share with you some of the, the mold myths we've encountered and, and what the actual reality is. Um, and let's just kind of go down the line, Mike. I'm going to pose some of these and we'll, we'll just chat about them. You okay. Can, you can tell me why it's a myth or maybe why it's not. But I think most of these are myths. Swing in a myth. Swing in a myth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Myth number one. Mold can be eliminated completely from the indoor environment. Yes, that is incorrect. And
0: well, obviously the reason why is because mold is in the outside air. Um, it's just, it is part of life. And... um it's just, it's just mold is in the air. You're gonna you. We've had people after we treat their home say, "Hey, I don't want to open my windows and my doors because I don't want to let the mold in." Well, that's the that's a really bad approach. Yeah. Fresh air is your friend. Yeah. Um, mold that's in the air from the outside that's not gonna hurt anything. Where you get into trouble is when you have a house that has a number of different areas that is growing mold or sporing mold. And it's often followed by a leak or a flood, and then you've kind of, you've got a real catastrophe on your hands. Um, but once that's all taken care of, your outdoor air coming into your house, that's a good thing. It's yeah. it's fine. And yeah. it's like, the you know, the little Petri dishes that you can buy at Home Depot or Lowe's or, yeah. you know. Um, we have people call all the time and they say, hey, I bought one of these and I grew mold. Do I have a problem? Well, I don't know, you know, it's, if you put one of those outside, you'd grow mold too. Yeah, and it's, and we know your outside air is is good, so it's it's a tough call. Yeah, is your favorite word mold is ubiquitous. It is ubiquitous. Yeah, I like to say. I mean, based on all the
1: mold testing I've done over the years, there are a lot of spores in the air everywhere. I mean, some yeah. more than others, but yeah. very good chance you and I are breathing in lots of spores as we speak, right now. Hundred yeah. percent chance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it's fine. I don't feel bad. Do you? Feel right. Bad? Um, I feel moderately bad, but it's I'm okay. Bad. I'll fight through it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> myth, myth number two. Yeah. Mold can be killed using bleach or cleaning products. Uh, not very well. Um, Talk about that. We we've mentioned it before, but yeah. So
0: um, one one of the, the things that has always um, I thought has been interesting is is when people say I use bleach to kill mold. Well, bleach will kill mold on a non-porous surface. And in fact, it not only it doesn't really even necessarily kill it, but you're gonna you're gonna remove it just through the motion of scrubbing it with a rag and yeah. getting rid of it.
1: Um, but the real challenge with mold is
0: when it gets into non-porous areas, and yeah. because for two reasons, say say you have mold on a two by four in your framing, right? Yeah, that mold has gotten into kind of the depths of that. Porosity of that two by four. Yeah. Well, if you were to just to spray a cleaning fluid on there or bleach, likely the surface tension of that bleach is not going to be able to get into where that mold is is growing right. down in there. So it's not gonna. You're not gonna get a complete kill. Yeah. And and we know if you can't get a complete kill, then you really haven't done anything. Yeah. The the danger of
1: partial kills is you you. Aggravate, aggravate the over, it. yeah, and make that and even it, worse. And it kind of comes back with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah, I've I've even researched some stuff about bleach uh, and well, specifically sodium hypochlorite, which is the active mm-hmm. in bleach right. against mold. And I've even read that you know it's it's pretty good at you know some bacterias and 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 viruses. Yeah, there's some molds it's okay at. But if you really stack it up against the big hit the big hitters as far as sterilants and disinfectants it's not it's just not no no. it's not very good plus you know it's it's a strong it's got a strong odor you can't use it on soft fabric it's not
0: crazy great on your personal health yeah it's not i don't love breathing
1: it in yeah Yeah, it's not great for that so it's just not a good solution it'll never provide the the comprehensive solution that you need when you're dealing with mold so number three if you don't see mold in a home, Mike, there is no mold.
0: That is a myth. <laughs> um for one one thing that just jumps out um to me is that oftentimes you have mold in your HVAC system in the um oh yeah, you know, in the ductwork in the registers. Well obviously you're not gonna be able to see that. Yeah. And we often have customers say, you know, whenever my air conditioner turns on I can I can smell the mold. Mm-hmm. Well that's a case where you're not gonna go see it anywhere. Yeah. Um, another situation I've seen often is, um, you know, you have mold that's different colors: some black mold, some white, some green mold. Yeah, all different colors. Well, if you have a house that is, for example, um, has a lot of white trim mm-hmm. in the window sills, yeah, um, you may not see the mold because the mold's white. Yeah. And I had a house that um, the people were really sick, and I went through that house just, I just with every inch I looked and I just couldn't see anything that jumped out at me until I went down into their crawl space, got on my back and kinda of started doing the you know, the reverse army crawl. Yeah, the shoe me down yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> and um all of a sudden the, the white mold showed up like crazy on the um paper backing of the insulation in that crawl space. So oh, I realized, wow. oh my word, word this house was full of white mold, not black uh, mold. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, so the yeah. See that's a tricky one because there's a reason why, you know, we always say a lot of people are sick and they don't even know it's mold. Yeah. If they had a big patch of mold on the wall, they would probably then know. Then that, easy. Yeah. yeah that's oh, easy I'm way. sick. There's a big patch. Yeah. It's probably that big patch. But so often it's, I'm sick. I don't know what's going on. Right. You know, and like you said, either it's hidden and we can't see it, or there are cases where it's, you know, you your classic mold load. Yeah. It's a ton of little pockets that aren't necessarily ultra-visible, but they're all contributing to a poor air quality in the home. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't, don't discount your home if, you know, you don't see it. Right. As being the culprit of your health yeah. or, or saying there's no mold in the home. Okay. Uh, number four, dead mold is harmless. Um, Dead mold can't can't make you sick. You're, yeah, you're, dead mold, that's the myth,
0: is dead mold can
1: still make you sick. Yeah. Right? That is an absolute myth. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, a debate out in the in the mold remediation field. Talk about it. Yeah. I,
0: I, I don't even think it's a, a debate. The people who usually argue this are traditional remediators that want to try to pound home a point to us that, look, you can't treat a home with a vapor or a fog and kill mold because even if you kill it, the dead mold can still make you sick. I always come back with show me show me the test show me the report show me anything any data any yeah that shows dead mold can make you sick um, th- th- but there's a couple of reasons why there's a confusion out there yeah one is you'll oft- often talk to these guys and they'll preface their conversation by saying well dead mold can be defined as dormant or an inactive mold no that's no that's not true at all dead mold is only defined as being dead <laughs> dormant or inactive mold is dormant or inactive mold. That can still make you sick under certain conditions. Dead mold cannot make you sick. And I'll stand by that till the day I die that um, it's, it's a complete, total misunderstanding. I believe, I think I've told this story before on a podcast, but yeah. I believe the reason for this is for years people thought bleach killed mold. So they would bleach it, and it would look better for a while. So they thought, well, we killed it. And then, invariably, somebody in the house is still sick. Well, along comes a traditional remediator, and he says, well, I understand you killed it with the bleach, but dead mold, We've, we realize now dead mold can still make you sick, so it's got to be torn out and removed, and you have to have this massive bill and this you know this massive construction project. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until the early 2000s that they started getting reports out and studies that showed, oh, wow, bleach actually doesn't kill mold. Yeah, And so all that time that people thought, well, we killed it with bleach and I'm still sick, so dead mold can make me sick. Well, you didn't kill it in the first place. You never did kill it with the bleach. And nobody went back and set the record straight. Yeah, And meanwhile, we have this billion-dollar industry formed around traditional tear-out where um, the the entire idea of tear-out is It has to be torn out because even if we kill it with something, it can still make you sick. Well, that's, it's all a myth. Um, Not saying that some things don't need to be torn out, but by and large, um, most homes can be made healthy without tearing things out. And if the mold is truly denatured or dead, we call it
1: denatured, it's not going to make you sick. Yeah. So they they made a big swing in a myth again. Swing in a myth. Yeah. Some of those guys out there. Yeah, and if you think, we've we always we've mentioned this before too, if you really believe that the visible portion of mold is just a fraction of what's going on in the house. Right. So say you do kill that mold, it's very likely that's not even what's making you sick. It's Correct. everything yeah. else. Yeah, right? that's a great point. Yeah. yeah.
0: In fact, I often, I often think about it this way. Okay, you had a flood in your basement, and all of a sudden you're growing mold, or you can see visible mold on that wall. Well, was there, was there a memo that went out to every mold spore in the house that said everybody report to the basement and start growing on this white spot? No, that's not the way it works at all. Yeah. It's that whole house had an elevated mold load. It had spores throughout the home, and the spores that were in that area where the moisture occurred yeah. have started to manifest themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to mold, or myth number five, and okay. then we'll do a commercial break. Um, all black mold is toxic mold. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna do two myths kind of in one. Black mold is deadly. Well, let's do the first one. All okay. black mold is toxic mold. Uh,
0: I would say no. No. Yeah. There's there's molds that are black. Um, the thing about the thing about the color of mold is you can have you can have for example, Stachybotrys. Stachy can be green. Yeah. It could be black. It it's kind of a it's a yeah. uh, it's dependent on the food source that it's consuming, and we, yeah. and its, its life cycle where it's at in its life cycle. Yeah. Um, as far cool. as what color it is. Yeah. So exactly. to just say, oh, it's black mold; it must be deadly. That's not necessarily yeah. true. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I was just listening
1: to you know we use a company that uses artificial intel- intelligence to yeah. analyze mold under a microscope. Yeah. Under scanners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to some information from them, and and they they were talking about how in their analyses if you catch stacky really early it's it's got a, a white pigment to it as yeah. well yeah and then kind of like you're saying is it gets yeah. older it you know it can go into the greens and then into the blacks and so yeah
0: i you know i just thought about the term artificial intelligence Jer. Mm-hmm. It, it it reminds me of myself a lot <laughs> <laughs> i see what you're saying yeah i just i can look stuff up yeah but, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, I'm, it's, I'm artificially intelligent. It's kind of a different AI you're talking Yeah, about. it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back in just a sec. Order your air filters
0: through Pure Products with the February Filter Frenzy Sale. Get 20% off all filters that are pre-treated with an antimicrobial agent, creating a healthy environment for you and your family. Visit mypureproducts.net and use promo code FILTERFUN20 for a discounted and pre-treated filter today.
1: We're back. Thanks uh, for that message from our sponsors. I did want to just revisit number five again, real quick. Okay. The, the, the comment I made about black mold is deadly. Um, I mean, some of the, some of these are nuanced. Um, you know, is mold deadly, or is it just something that can cause a, a sinus issue? I don't know. What would you say is b- black mold is deadly? If somebody it, says that, you
0: know, there there are so many variables involved in, in even that statement that black mold is deadly I think before the show you and I were talking and I said well is a heart attack deadly yeah it can be you know or if you have you know if all the stars are lined up and you have the right you know medical attention right away it's not deadly yeah well the same thing is with mold it depends on the person it depends on the type of mold it depends on the um, how much mold they're being exposed to other stressors in their life. Other stressors, in other in, yeah. Medical conditions, yeah. Are, yeah. And so it's it's really hard to say, yeah. you know, whether it's deadly or not. It it uh, it, it can be. It's bad.
1: Yeah. It's just bad for you. Okay. So I just want to clear that one up. Number yeah. six, Mike. This is kind of an interesting one. That we've talked about before. Mold testing is critical in you know doing investigations in the home. Absolutely critical. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely a myth. I you know me, Jer. I absolutely hate most
0: mold tests. Yeah. I think they're I think they're nonsense. Um, just to touch on it just real briefly, a spore trap test where you pull in seventy-five liters of air, which is it's is the industry standard. That's a tiny tiny section of air within a tiny room of the home, and it's a tiny segment of time yeah. within a 24-hour cycle or even, you know, a yeah. bigger cycle. It is, it's just such a hit and miss. Um, and the other thing I'll just say real quickly is mold is either growing, sporing, or dormant at all times, unless it's completely dead. Right. Mm-hmm. But growing, sporing, and dormant. When you take an air quality test or a spore trap test, you're only testing for mold that is sporing. So you already have discounted growing, happy mold. Mm-hmm. And mold has gone dormant. Yeah, you're not testing at all for that. Yeah. So there are other tests that people have come along with because they're so frustrated with with spore trap tests that I think are better, but they all kind of have their own limitations. Yeah.
1: So I think you know all of all of these are a little nuanced. Uh, mm-hmm. Critical is maybe the, the the wrong word there, but uh, you know we've all had the scenarios where again we back to that that wall's got mold on it. You know, and we talked about this before the show. You know, a lot of a lot of industry professionals say, if you see it and smell it, why are you testing it right. in the yeah. EPA? Yeah, you're but throwing your money away. And then you've yeah. done some, you know, you've done some certification courses where they say no, right? Right.
0: Yeah, it, it they actually talk out of both sides of their mouth a little bit because they'll talk about, you know, can you identify mold visually? And the answer is always no, you can't, right? Mm-hmm. Because they want to make a point that—I I don't think they want anybody that's been certified through them to, to be a kind of a loose cannon out there and go out there and say, yeah, that looks like mold. Yeah. I, and yeah. I see where they're coming Yeah, from. I see it. I see it as well. But, I mean, look, if you've done this for any amount of time, it's pretty obvious when you see mold yeah. that that's mold. Yeah.
1: Our basement flooded here. And right. We started seeing some green-black is... fuzzies on, right. the, on the floor. I, I've, this to, I've <laughs> said
0: this to customers before. Well— Let's think about what else could that be. Yeah, it's <laughs> just <laughs> the list is real short of what else <laughs> that could be. You know, yeah. you get this beautiful, powdery uh pattern on a wall
1: where there was water, where there was water. <laughs>
0: I just don't know where what else that could be, but you do have to be careful. I, you, know. I yeah. get why they say, yeah, you know, do a test, yeah. identify yeah. it.
1: And it's a lot of it's, a, it's an ethical thing, in, in it is, ways. Yeah. and so. Yeah, uh, we all do testing, but you just have to be careful. We had a we had a
0: technician years ago. I was actually really proud of him. That went out. The lady said, "I think it's mold behind my washing machine," and uh, he said he looked at it real close and he said, "I actually licked my finger and tasted it," and he said, "That's that's Tide." Is a white <laughs> powder. Yeah, it was laundry <laughs> detergent. I was proud of him for figuring that out. Yeah, didn't yeah. have to spend any lab fees to figure that one out. <laughs> didn't have to swab anything. Just
1: not a recommended way to test. No, mold. no, we do not recommend that. But um, <laughs> just stab your finger. Put it. Very on effective. Out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next one, Mike. Okay. Um, no odor, no mold. Is that true? There's no, no odor of no, no musty.
0: For, for two reasons. Okay. One is different molds have different smells. Right. Some don't smell very strong at all. Some smell crazy strong. Yeah. And the other thing is everybody's sense of smell is different. Yeah. Way different. Yeah. I used to say everybody smells different, but that doesn't sound right.
1: Yeah. There's two ways to interpret it. Yeah. That. Yeah. Smells so different. Don't, don't say everybody smells different, but everybody,
0: their sense of smell is different. <laughs> and so and yeah. so, yeah, don't go. I mean, if if you can smell mold, and, and we all know what that moldy, musty smell is, you've got mold in yeah. the home. But don't assume that if I can't
1: smell anything,
0: that you don't have mold. Yeah, there's
1: it's kind of like the visit, you know, there's nothing visible mean, meaning there's no mold, right? right. Yeah. It's similar. Uh, just because there's no smell doesn't mean there's no mold. Well, and, and the other thing
0: is, if you're a homeowner, you yeah. you go, there's a term for it called um, nose blind. Yeah. You go nose blind to your own home. Yeah. If you if you've yeah
1: if you've lived in a home and then the mold event, you know, the mold growth starts happening, it's very subtle. Yeah. And you you become accustomed to it yeah. such that, you know, you're not gonna notice it. Me yeah. never having never been there comes into the home, I might notice it. Right. Because I'm not you probably would blind. notice it. Yeah. But I'm nose blind to my own house. Right. Not yeah. your house. But yeah. And and to, to your point, real quick, the different smells. You know, I, I've been talking to one of our office um, personnel. You know, she's been talking to a customer who said she thinks she has mold. They don't feel good every time they go in the master bedroom. And it smells like maple. And I, when I first heard this, uh, I instantly went to, okay, I don't know what she's dealing with. It doesn't sound like mold. But as I as I kind of interacted a little more in this situation, I I just remembered that some mold does put off kind of a sweet smell to it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have termed it maple, but
0: no one else does. Meth,
1: meth does. Too. Meth does. Yeah, meth, we used We do meth myths. Meth myths. <laughs> no, you're totally right. Yeah. And and coincidentally, just yesterday, I was at a home, um, doing a mold investigation, and as soon as I walked in, it had that. I, I reckon you know you start to recognize some of the sweet smells. And yeah. like, I'm like, that's that sweet mold smell that yeah. I smelled. There's a few of them, and that yeah. was one of them. Yeah. And after I talked to the guy, I was frank with him. I was like. Cause there's one room that was particularly had that smell. Yeah. And I even asked him cause it wasn't his room. It was his son's room. And I said, yeah. I was like, come in here. He like, do you smell a little bit of a sweet smell? He's like, yeah. Like that's mold in my, in my experience. Right. He's like, really? It's like, yeah, I can smell that. So, you know, there, there's a lot that goes into the smell, yeah. the smell issue, but it's, it is a myth that no odor means no mold. Next one. Number eight, mold has no benefits. Well, no, we, we, we. Can
0: have a lovely salad with blue cheese dressing <laughs> on it.
1: That's a that's a benefit to all of us. Or a good old tablet of penicillin. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. I remember taking that when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know people do have allergies to those, but yeah. yeah. Well, and, and then you know, there's this concept of, and I think it's good that we do this, but we recognize that without mold in this world. We probably wouldn't be alive, right?
0: Yeah, um, it's it, it's got to break down. It breaks things. Yeah, like we talk about
1: how it chews on it choose you know breaks down our houses when we have water issues. Yeah, similarly in the environment, it's breaking down. So I this is I'm gonna get trees, really I'm gonna get really weird on you stuff. for a minute. Yeah, go go weird.
0: Okay, so I believe when when the Earth was created, uh-huh. I believe God knew that we needed something to keep. Um, a balance, right? Yeah. The ecological balance, and mold was a big part of that plan. Yeah. But I also believe that that's why mold is mentioned in the Bible because he realized that it's necessary, but it can also get out of control. Yeah. That's just my own, my own. weird well, that's kind of like everything in life, right? Yeah.
1: There's kind of a, a an opposition in all things, right? Yeah. So to speak, and it keeps us. In I've check. often thought, you know, why
0: why is that in the Bible? Why was that such a big deal that the Lord felt like he had to tell? Yeah you know yeah
1: yeah that's interesting uh yeah so mold mold hasn't benefit. i mean we can't we can't just say mold's the worst thing and and, and it right. kind of goes back to you can't get rid of it it's ubiquitous it's everywhere it has benefits so um that's number 8 number 9 you shouldn't worry about a small spot of mold
0: i think that's a myth i think okay. a
1: small spot of mold could be
0: a uh indicative of an elevated or elevating mold load mm-hmm. i think you should get your house checked yeah by by someone that knows what they're doing yeah it's um, it's
1: kind of like if if you can have a mold issue without seeing any mold then it, the, the size the size of a patch or the size of the 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 visible mold isn't you just can't use that as an indicator. No, no, you be, really can't, because that, that really is just okay. That's where
0: the surface hits sixty percent humidity or more over yeah. an extended amount of time. Yeah, right. Exactly. So yeah. if you have a crazy, crazy dry house, except for one little area, yeah, that wants to grow mold, well, you could have still have an elevated mold load in the home, yeah, and not realize it because the, the house is
1: dry. Yeah. So to your point, um, it was three days ago. It was, was in a in a customer's house here locally, and he. It was one of those where I walked in and I instantly felt weird in the house. I'm yeah. Like, oh. And he shared about some of the water damage events. Yeah. And he's like, "What's really weird is, we we use a lot of lemons, and you know, we, if we have a lemon just sit on the counter, especially if yeah. it's open or cut open, within like a day, it's got mold growing on yeah. it. Yeah. But he's like, That's a dead, dead giveaway. Yeah. yeah. Dead giveaway that the elevated mold look, yeah. right Yep. If you, and and this other one I had yesterday, the the sweet smelling one, he's like, we put a little stool in our shower and we were so surprised at how quickly that stool had mold all over it. Yeah. So kind of to your point, if the if the mold load is elevated, little things like that start to happen, right? Right. Whenever there's moisture, there it manifests it, it manifests. If that's a yeah. piece of fruit, if that's something you're putting in your shower, that could be a good indication, probably better than taking an air quality test. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay. Let's go to our last one, number 10. Your family physician will know exactly how to identify and treat mold illness. Man, this is a tough one. It's really tough,
0: but probably not. Um, I I speak, um, I I feel like I I know quite a bit about this because my son-in-law is actually a doctor. And he says, Mike, they they just don't teach mold toxicity in med school. Mm. And uh, we we talked about it for a while. And he he said that uh, basically mold is such a, such a it has so many variables to it. That it's, it's complicated. Really, it's really complicated, it's com- and yeah. it's hard for anybody to wrap their brain around, or wrap their arms around, what's going on in a home, much less what's going on in their body. Yeah. You know, and so unless they can have some kind of really solid data, yeah, to support their theories, they're probably not going to touch it.
1: Yeah, and and so they do tend to focus, in my experience, on those few. You know. There, there are a few kind of mold-related illnesses that uh, that are a little more concrete, like yeah. you know, infections, right? Right. Fungal infections, like you can see it. You can, you can test that and be like, that's fungus. Yeah. and right. give you this antifungal. Or you get uh, aspergillosis. Aspergillosis. They, yeah. They can test for that. You yeah. Know?
0: But, but when we talk about these real, real sick people that end up going kind of the uh, homeopathic route yeah. or naturopathic route, it's because they've gone from doctor to doctor and been frustrated that they can't get any good answers. Yeah, and uh, so they end up talking to doctors who are a little bit more open-minded about maybe it. Maybe it is your environment. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. So I would say, yeah, we, we talk about this. We we beat this like a we, we we beat this drum quite a bit. But if you're in the if you're in the boat of thinking you have mold illness, you may have to. Be open-minded as well, and might yeah. have to make a few rounds to different doctors to really find someone that that can maybe help yeah. you through that. And there so are that,
0: there are some amazing
1: mold doctors oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. it's can, getting it's getting bigger and bigger too. Oh, in the last I mean, we know, doctors yeah. that have networks of doctors right. that are you know learning the protocols. And yeah, you know, yeah, we've had them on our podcast. So,
0: but it's pretty it's a pretty new practice, though. I mean, yeah. you think about Doctor Shoemaker was kind of the pioneer of all this.
1: Yeah, and um, maybe
0: twenty years ago maybe i yeah i think his first book no, was, was, was published in 2000, 2000
1: yeah 2003 something yeah, like that 20, yeah almost 20 years ago yeah so well there you have it there there they're undoubtedly more myths than these 10 but these are kind of the 10 major ones that we encounter um hopefully we didn't myth anything yeah hopefully, <laughs> yeah 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 maybe yeah. <laughs> we didn't myth anything yeah and uh I think some things that were mysteries before are now... Yeah, we know, cleared up uh, multiple mysteries. Mythories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just by way of reminder, feel free to po- uh, subscribe to our podcast. We'd love to have you uh, as a listener. And um, Yeah, if you, if,
0: have, if you have a button anywhere on your desk that says subscribe, <laughs> hit that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And feel free, by the way, to reach out to us. Um, yeah. If you want
1: to connect with us uh, and ask us questions or if you have any topics you'd like us to cover, please reach out and we'd be happy to Consider your request. Thanks so much for joining. Until next time. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Mold Matters Podcast.
0: Be sure to subscribe for more in depth information on mold illness and recovery.